0: Hi, everyone. It's Ashley Patterson, Media Specialist 2 with the San Bernardino County Department of Behavioral Health. September is National Recovery Month, and I'm so excited to talk to today's guest. We have Donnie Harris, who's a mental health education consultant for the Substance Use Disorder and Recovery Services Program here at DBH. Welcome to the podcast, Donnie.
1: Thank you for welcoming me. I appreciate it, and I'm glad to be here.
0: So excited to talk with you, and I know we've worked together on some of these events that we have for Recovery Month, so we'll talk about that soon. But first, can you share a little bit about yourself and what you do for DBH?
1: I've worked in behavioral health for 23 years, primarily in our CalWORKs programs, which is a part of our MOU with the Transitional Assistance Department. So I've assisted in our CalWORKs Mental Health Program, in our Life Skills Program, and in our Family Stabilization Programs. But more recently, over the last few years, I have been working in the capacity of providing trainings for all of our substance use disorder providers, service providers who provide the treatment, just to make sure that they get the trainings that are necessary for us to meet the state mandates. And then also I get the opportunity to do some outreach in the community, to work with some of the local high schools, to bring awareness about substance use disorders, and then to work with some of the local colleges on creative projects, again, to make sure that we're letting people know that we're here and that there are folks in the community who are willing to assist them should they need help with substance use disorders and or mental
0: health. Awesome, yes, you do a lot of wonderful work. I always love asking people and I love hearing all the different stories about why people work for behavioral health. What kind of motivated you to get into this field?
1: Oh, wow, so I think like many people who work in behavioral health or human services program, it feels like a passion and a calling It fits my personality and it fits what I believe. And I really believe what we do, you know, in terms of behavioral health. Uh, I like the idea that we're here to help people improve their lives. We're here to, you know, help people fight through anything that they're struggling with, that we help them to release their potential. You know, we tap into that resting ability that people have, that we help people to fight to reclaim you know, their purpose and get back to doing the things that they thought about and dreamed about before they had, you know, the idea that we provide people the tools and the support to improve their lives. They can work with us um, to get clarity, the kind of clarity that you can't get when you're struggling with a substance use disorder. The idea that people can get in recovery, that people do recover that as they improve their individual lives, then we see that that translates to the family, right? Because when individuals get better and healthy, families get healthy. And then when families get healthy, of course, it represents a healthier community. Uh, It's my pleasure. And it always has been great for me to work for behavioral health. I believe in our mission, what we do. And I just love the idea of supporting people so that they can improve their lives. So that's why I'm here
0: awesome and i agree i think a lot of people share that same sentiment of just being able to help people and and it's so awesome for me to see all the great work that everyone is doing especially your program what you're doing and with our events so i'm excited to talk about that but before we get to that part can you talk a little bit about what recovery month is and why we celebrate it
1: yeah so national recovery month it's Basically, uh, a national celebration where folks all around the country are celebrating people who are in recovery from substance use disorders, as well as mental health issues. The theme for National Recovery Month this year is recovery is for everyone, every person, every family, every community. And so it is a acknowledgement of people who are not only in recovery, but it's also an acknowledgement of the individuals who support, you know, those in recovery. So all of the service providers and all of the family members that are supporting folks in recovery to bring about more awareness and understanding, ultimately to reduce the stigma, mm-hmm. uh, create a safe space so we can talk about these issues and be, be able to work together uh, to solve problems. So... I'm always happy when we get to September because I know there's always going to be some incredibly great things going on in order to celebrate the recovery community.
0: Right. As you mentioned, the theme, it's for every person, every family, every community. And I saw that nationwide, that is the theme. And moving forward, that it's going to be a consistent theme, which I think is really great.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, when we talk about individuals and families, it just reminds me of children who are hurting potentially because they have a parent, you know, who is struggling with a substance use disorder. And then maybe that parent is, you know, not at home anymore caring for that child, because maybe, you know, they've gotten themselves into a situation where they might be incarcerated. And then that, that child is being raised, you know, by the grandparent. But then I think about that parent who's been separated from the child, I think about them coming home, you know, and I think about, How um, awesome that is for the child who gets to reconnect, you know, with their parent again and how happy they must be, you know, that their mother or father is home, uh, that 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 um, that relationship, you know, can be restored uh, and then that family can be restored and and how that carries itself out uh, into the community. So when I think about, you know, recovery and family and community, I always think about the children, you know, who get to have their parents come back home.
0: Yes. So now let's talk about some of the exciting events that we have for this month. We have Recovery Happens, which is on September 22nd. It is virtual this year. Can you share a little bit of information about that event?
1: Yeah. So Recovery Happens is a, is our local San Bernardino County event that we do to celebrate recovery here in our community. It's been happening for over 18 years. And so, again, what we're doing is we're acknowledging and celebrating our local individuals who are in recovery. We are bringing awareness uh, in our community and opening the door for folks here uh, in our community who need to get in recovery, uh, making sure that we are reducing the stigma And that we are, in essence, you know, inviting people into recovery and and letting them know locally that we're here to support them so we can work together here in our community and solve our problems. So uh, Recovery Happens This Year is an incredibly awesome virtual environment. I really love what the recovery uh, committee has done this year. Um, I got a chance to see a little bit of it, and it's going to be awesome, the virtual environment that they created. So it's going to be hosted by our own behavioral health director, Dr. Yoshioka. We call her Dr. G. Shout out to Dr. G. And so she's going to be introducing all of the events. And so there's going to be music by a Teen Music Workshop, who has worked with the Recovery uh, Happens Committee in the past. There's going to be a guest speaker. Joe Pritchard, who is the CEO of Pinnacle Treatment Centers. And so we get to hear his message of hope. It's going to be um, an award ceremony, which acknowledges and appreciates the contributions of all the service providers here in our community that provide the treatment services. Uh, Again, it's going to be an interactive virtual environment, which is really cool. So uh, imagine a virtual resource fair by where you can navigate around inside the website. You can click on exhibitor booths uh, from the various agencies that are going to be present inside the virtual environment and you click on their booths and it gives you opportunities to look at resources download flyers and brochures representative of that agency and there's even a virtual chat by where you can chat with someone from that agency to answer questions about that agency. Everybody who wants to come it is a free virtual event for the community so you can register at recoveryhappens.vfairs.com. That is September 22nd from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. So really, really exciting stuff.
0: Yes, I'm so excited about that one. I've been included on some of the communication about that and planning with the team. And it looks like it's going to be so much fun. And I think even though it's virtual, it's not in person, it's still going to have so much and people are going to be able to interact and just have a good time.
1: Absolutely. So shout out to Tony Harris and to Christopher Bailey and all of the uh, Recovery Happens committee who worked on this. I think they did an incredible job. And also shout out to the supervisors and managers, you know, who support that that committee to Lois Mergener and to Maribel Gutierrez and everybody else. So really, really good stuff.
0: Yes, Absolutely. And then right after that, we have the Sound of Recovery, which is on September 29th. So can you share some information about that event?
1: Yes. So this is a, a new and exciting thing that we've added. This is a concert that is being put on by san bernardino valley college worked on through the department chair of music margaret worsley and this is uh, being sponsored by san bernardino county behavioral health so it is a concert that concert is going to be on september 29th at 7 p.m at san bernardino valley college auditorium and so imagine hearing songs that are inspired by And written specifically for the recovery community. So what we did was is we invited and we worked with individuals in our system of care, you know, individuals that are actually in our treatment programs, as well as individuals who are service providers in our treatment programs. And so we invited them out to tell their recovery stories and then what we did was is we linked those folks up with with local songwriters who, being inspired by the stories being told, ultimately began to write songs based on that inspiration, songs of hope and songs with the recovery theme. And then we linked those songwriters with local musicians to create music for the melodies that were written, which created the songs. And then we're working with local musicians and artists to perform those songs for the public. So this is going to be an incredible free concert uh, with songs written specifically for and inspired by the recovery community. And so I don't know that this has been done before. So I think it's something unique, uh, very new and cutting edge. So I'm really, really excited to hear this incredible music that will be presented.
0: Yes, I'm so excited for that, too. And I've got to imagine it's really exciting for the recovery community, those who've shared their stories, and also for the songwriters and the musicians and the public. It's just really a great way for everyone to just get together and celebrate recovery.
1: Absolutely. And we're going to be joined by a country artist. Uh, Amber Ashley, who's coming to join us from Nashville, Tennessee. And so she's going to be there to perform with us. Um, It features local musicologist Richard Blackshear, who was just featured on the KVC Arts podcast. And so he's going to be bringing with him his awesome crew of musicians, composers and songwriters like Micah Valdez and Angel Caceres and Jason Burse. Uh, We also worked with the Department Chair of Music, Margaret Worsley. And then we're also being assisted by local director, Shantique Wilcott. And he's going to be bringing his incredible musician songwriting skills to assist us. So, again, this is going to be an incredible moment. So you guys don't want to miss this. Make sure you come out and check out that concert.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. (laughs) We also have the Entry Light Project. That one is also unique. And that one is going through June 10th of 2023. Can you share a little bit about that project? Yeah.
1: So this is, a, this is a very, very um, unique, a cutting edge type project. And I think that this is important because it brings awareness, you know, to the issues surrounding drug addiction. So this is a graphic art display of portraits and images and narratives of people who lost their lives to drug addiction in the state of California. And so this exhibit worked with family members who lost a loved one to put together portraits and artifacts from those individuals who lost their lives in order to, again, bring more awareness about the addiction problem, especially with the opioid crisis that we're seeing where kids are overdosing on fentanyl. And so it's an extremely important project that is being presented at Cal State University, San Bernardino. And as you mentioned, it's going to be going through September 9th all the way through June 10th. So we really hope that the community comes out and supports the uh, art exhibit and then moves the moves the conversation forward, though, because there's a lot of people who don't know about uh, the opioid crisis and the dangers thereof and that, and that young people are actually losing their lives to this. So it's extremely important event.
0: Right. Absolutely. And I know you and I both have had a sneak peek of some of the narratives and the items that were donated for the exhibit by the family members and just wow, their bravery to be able to share that story in hopes of inspiring other people and, and bringing more awareness. It's just so powerful. Yes. And that's not all. That's like one of those TV commercials. We have one more event, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, Uh, which is the Recovery in Color Virtual Art Show. So it is a little bit different this year. The Recovery in Color Virtual Art Show, for those who don't know, it's a way that people can submit photos of their original art or poem that highlights recovery and resilience. And so we're going to have a virtual art show throughout the month of September on our website. So if anybody's listening and you're interested, please submit your artwork. We would love to see it. So to get all the information about all the events that we have in September, please visit our website at sbcounty.gov dbh slash recovery month. And then I'll be sure to also include that in the episode details as well. So we've got a packed month. I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and it's great that we do, Ashley, because the more and more that we get creative and we present these events to the community, what it does is it normalizes the conversation, right? Um, we get to a point to where we can talk about the issues that are going on in our community, and then we can begin to work on them because we can't fix what we don't talk about. So the, uh, the, the fact that we could just get creative and get people involved, it expands the conversation. And when we start talking about this, then we can begin encouraging people because we know that recovery can be—it can be lonely, you know. Um, drug addiction and thinking about getting in recovery can be lonely. It can be a, a tough journey. It can be scary. But knowing that there's people out there who care about you, um, who want to help you, and who have open arms and are inviting you, you know, into this recovery community, um, I think it's uh, absolutely incredible. And I can't think of many more things that we could be, you know, doing with our work life other than working with people to improve their lives. So I'm excited.
0: Yes, me too. And one thing I always like to think about too is September is National Recovery Month, but really the work doesn't end on September 30th. We keep going and we keep trying to bring more awareness and have those conversations.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But isn't it cool though, that we get a whole month though?
0: <laughs> it, is. it is. And I always try my purple, my best purple, yeah. break, break it out. Yes.
1: <laughs> I just want to uh, reiterate for folks to please, please get involved because we all as a community, we all have the same goal, whether we talk about it specifically or not. And that goal is that we all want to live and thrive in a community where we can work. We can have purposeful activity and make a contribution to the community in some way. We want to live in a community where we can have leisure, right? We can have fun and enjoy the um, leisure activities within our community. And then we all want to be safe so we can have some time to rest and rejuvenate ourselves so we can get back out there and do the work that we do. And so this uh, National Recovery Month and all of these activities are really just supporting that health in the community that we all desire. So please, please get involved in all this stuff that is happening. And you'll be glad that you did. And once you do get involved, you'll want to keep getting involved year
0: after year. Yes, I agree. This will be my second year at DBH. So celebrating recovery month with DBH and attending the events. And I look forward to it every year. So I definitely echo that. I encourage everybody to check it out. We have all the information on our website. One thing we like to ask our our podcast guests is what they do for self-care. So can you share a little bit about how you practice self-care?
1: Oh, absolutely. So most of the time you can find me outdoors. So you're going to find me walking maybe doing some hiking. But most of all, you will find me golfing. So I'm an avid weekend golfer working on my game for a few years so it just allows me to get out in the sunshine allows me to get out in nature you know play a game that I love and just relax and unwind so it usually works pretty well for me
0: wow that's awesome yes I love being outdoors it's so nice especially well I like the summertime but it's been pretty hot lately
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so do you play golf
0: I don't play golf miniature golf if that counts (laughs)
1: It kind of counts, but there's a lot more to it. <laughs> no, it's a it's a it's a fun game, um, very challenging, of course, which is the reason why people play so much because, you know, it's hard to really get good at it. Yeah, yeah. it's a very very good way to relax, one and you know, just be outside and enjoy the sunshine, enjoy the weather. So yeah.
0: Thank you so much, Donnie, for being here today and for sharing some more information about Recovery Month and all the special events that we have.
1: My pleasure, Ashley. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Resilient and Real. To view all the ways that you can celebrate Recovery Month with us and to participate in all the events we talked about in today's episode, visit sbcounty.gov dbh slash recovery month. Until next time, remember to live life resilient and real.